I'm Corey Grant, former Auburn football and NFL running back, and you are listening to Sports Call on Tiger 95.9. Welcome back to Sports Call, Tiger 95.9, the Tiger.fm, and the Tiger Communications app. Ryan LaVoy, Brooks Childress, and T.P. Hammock with you here on this Thursday as we are excited to go to the Orthopedic Clinic phone line where we welcome on Auburn Gymnastics head coach Jeff Graba, kind enough to spend some of his busy schedule with us on this Thursday. Coach Graba, we certainly appreciate the time. How are things in your world today? All right, great. Uh, just got done with practice and um, you know, take a breath. It's a, it was a short practice, but it's good to get it, you know, get it under the under our belt and getting ready for tomorrow. It's a very exciting time, of course, for Auburn gymnastics with one meet uh, under the belts there this past weekend in Las Vegas. And coach, I understand that it's the second highest score in an opening meet uh, for the Tigers. I mean, uh, did you have an indication in preseason practice that this team was maybe a little ahead of schedule? Just how do you feel this team is kind of lining up so far? Yeah, honestly, yeah, I, I really felt like we were capable of putting up a good score. Um, I'm not sure I, I was, that, that was a very good, not, not necessarily a surprise, but um, it, was a, it was refreshing. What we really talked about leading up to that meet was, you know, trying to take a couple steps in one week, you know, trying to, we have 10 new people on the team, we still got to get to know each other, and it's really nice to not have a lot of work to do late in the season, so... Um, not only was I happy with the score, I was happy with the performance, with the mental approach, with the toughness. So, um, yeah, great start. Now, Coach Graybeth, for, for those that are getting more into gymnastics here in the last few seasons, I know the, the program is getting uh, very exciting. I know the ticket sales are great and, and the interest has continued to grow and grow. Uh, just for this part of the process, I mean, how much experimentation do you do with the lineup uh, in all the different events and the all-around and all that sort of thing? Just what's it like to kind of manage the roster at this point of season? Yeah, it, really good question. The last two years, we've been blessed to have Suni Lee and Darion Goldburn and, you know, just a ton of experience on our team. So at this point, the last two years, we knew exactly what we wanted for lineups. We were pretty darn predictable in practice. And uh, I would say January was we were going to try to get build consistency in January. We are, we are very new this year. Now, we're very talented. We're capable of high scores. But if we don't experiment in January, we might not maximize our scoring potential for uh, March and April. So what we're going to see a lot from Auburn Gymnastics in January is wild, controllable, not uncontrollable, but, but wild ex experimentation with lineups. We're really going to give some people some opportunities in different positions uh, in the lineup and some new people in the lineup simply because they're talented and I just need to get to know them. And the, their teammates need to get to know who rises to the occasion, who's consistent, who gets better in, in a meet situation. Uh, and if we, the danger, I guess I would say it this way, the danger is that we settle too early and then we don't, we haven't maximized our scoring potential because we haven't exhausted every option. So I'm excited for January. We haven't done this in a couple of years, but, um, but it's going to be a lot of fun to try to see who, who steps in. A lot of opportunity. Jeff, I, I got to ask, you know, you, you opened the season last uh, last weekend at Vegas. How far in advance did you know your brother was going to be doing the commentating? 
quite a, honestly, I, I should say this. I, uh, I knew he was going to be there in some capacity okay. in, in advance. I didn't know. I don't think he knew that he was doing play-by-play until probably the week of. And uh, so I knew that. And, uh, you know, he has had some experience with our team and with other high-level teams because he's put his athletes onto college teams. But, yeah, um, he was there last year. He, uh, I, I knew he was going to be there this year. He, uh, it, the difference is I was sure he was going to be working instead of just watching in the stands. Uh, and, then, and then, you know, you, you look at this team. Uh, they went out to, to Las Vegas. I'm going to follow up with what Ryan asked a minute ago. You went up against four te- or three other teams in, in your, your group that uh, Auburn, coming into it, was ranked lower than all of them, and you were able to finish third and beat one of them and yeah. really were competitive with all four of them. What, what was it like to, to look at that team and know that, hey, these are some of the elite teams in gymnastics, we're one of the elite teams in gymnastics, and we're able to compete with them day one? Yeah, that that's exactly what the message was to the team going in is let's test ourselves. You know, we, we had the toughest, they call it a quad, uh, quad meet. Uh, there were 16 teams there. Our quad was Saturday night prime time. That was the toughest quad. I think there was, geez, what was there? Um, 10 or 11 or 12 national championships shared between those other three teams. And all of them had made the elite eight or final four the year before. So, we felt like, yeah, we are the underdog, but let's see what we can do. Let's test ourselves. We had faith that we're talented. We had faith that we could score high. Um, and we talked a lot. Hey, our goal is to meet these same teams in, at the end of the season. And if we can beat one now and improve during the season, we're going to be in really good shape. So we, I, I, came, I came out of that, and I believe my team came out of it as, with a breath of fresh air. Maybe looked ourselves in the mirror a little bit differently. Coach, as we, we've looked at, the, again, the roster, as you said, there are going to be a lot of new faces for this team this year, obviously replacing Darion Goborn and Suni Lee uh, is at the, the, the top of the priority list in terms of all around and, and some of the great competitions that they competed in. Uh, what has it been like for your veterans on the roster to try to take over the leadership roles and, and help being a part of the, the next wave of great Auburn gymnasts? Yeah, well, I, I, I won't, I'd be remiss if I didn't say getting Aria Brush and Cassie Stevens back for a fifth year, that, that, that is huge for us because that's experience. They, they were on the team that was COVID and, and got canceled all the way till they were on also on the final four team. So they've been through everything with this team. They understand all the, the ebbs and flows of a, of a college season. So having them come back and settle the troops down and sort of teach the way to train at a high level and compete at a high level. Um, They've been enormously uh, impactful for this team. The rest of the juniors and seniors have been phenomenal and really brought a lot of the new people because the freshmen, we only had, I think, uh, one or two freshman routines last year that that were were consistently in our lineup. And now we're going to ask a lot of that sophomore class so uh, I think the freshmen and sophomores this year are basically just drinking up whatever they're get, the juniors and seniors are willing to share with them. 
Ryan mentioned the new faces in, in your lineup. I want to ask you about the new face on your coaching staff this year. Brooklyn Adventure, you just added over the summer, comes up from the club level. Uh, what, what type of uh, – what did you want to, you know, do making this move? And then, then also what is the, the learning difference when you go from club gymnastics up to uh, college gymnastics? Well – what we wanted to add is we have four events. It's always been awkward that you had three full-time coaches, but you had four events. So nobody could ever specialize on an event. And now we actually have four coaches. So we, the first thing we did is we split up the events. Uh, she got two events. She had a lead. She, uh, Brooke's going to be a lead on vault and a second on bars. Kurt Hedinger, who's been here as long as I have and longer, he's going to continue to be the, the the head on bars and the secondary on vaults. So those two are teamed up, and I think that helps with your second question. Training is, gymnastics is gymnastics, flipping is flipping, so she's masterful at that. The, the management of competing 15 times in 12 weeks and, and team dynamics with 21 people on the team, um, it, she, she, she's already learning the process of that, but we feel like the the other three coaches uh, really end up taking the lead on that. But it's been really nice to be able to hand off a lot of the basic training of vault to her, so that I my job is to focus on bar or on floor and beam. So uh, I, in the past, I've been you know spread a little thin. So it it's been great, and I and she's identified with the with the. The, the girls on the team, Julianne Huff, one of our freshmen, she actually coached her in clubs. So that was a benefit as well. She already has a little bit of a knowledge of one of our main freshmen coming in. So it's been fantastic to have her join. Talking to Auburn Gymnastics coach Jeff Graba today on this Thursday edition of Sports Call. And coach, kind of a follow-up to that of the four events uh, that, 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 of course, gymnastics competes in. Which event do you feel that your team is in the best position in right now? And and again, I know that there is uh, going to be some some different roster things you'll do as uh, as we said earlier in the conversation. But which event do you feel best about with your squad right now? And which event do you feel needs the most work at this point? Yeah, uh, boy, I, I really feel we're good on all four events. It's just I don't know if we're maximizing the talent we have on on the four events. What I mean by that is, I believe we're capable of a 49.5, which is a really high event score uh, on each event. Uh, and I think bars proved that out in Vegas. Bars is might be one of our shallowest events. We don't have as much depth on bars, but it's got a really tremendous scoring potential and was able to show that out there. Um, Beam should be one of our best events. Um, now we've got to settle down and get some confidence in each other and in ourselves on being, but I starting against the, you know, three of the top teams in the country. And we ended up starting on, on being the first event of the whole season. That's a, that's a little tough. That's a, that's a big ask to settle down that event, but um, I'll be looking at this weekend. Uh, it, can we do a better job on being, because if we can, that's two events that are at a mid to upper 49 uh, which really sets the tone for high 197s, which puts us in a Final Four conversation or an Elite Eight conversation. Coach, I want to ask you, we, we've talked about this subject a lot when it comes to football and baseball, but we, we don't really talk about it a lot when it uh, comes down to, to other sports around college athletics. How does the, the world of NIL affected college gymnastics for you these first few years that it's been in, in effect? It's, 
it's affecting us this year. This year was the first masterful a job of of impacting another set of programs. I think the first year or two it was really impacting, like you say, basketball and football um, pretty aggressively. This year, it, it it has made its way to gymnastics, and I look at NIL as two things: actual NIL is the ability to to make money off your name, image, and likeness without impacting your amateurism status. Um, our student athletes are already, our gymnasts are already involved in that. Uh, that's social media branding and stuff like that. Our girls already do a lot of that. The collective is a di- the collective is NIL, but it's a different. It's one entity that's um, pulling money in and then dis- distributing it. I would say that has not made its way to gymnastics at this point uh, on a whole. Um, I think eventually either the NCAA changes the rules because they've changed it about every six months, or or uh, some, something new has to happen in that in that space because um, there's not really a collective for gymnastics or for tennis or for soccer, that type of thing. So, um, but NIL is, is, is live and uh, alive and well in, in all sports. I, I'll put it a different way. Suni Lee was not a member of the collective and made a ton of money outside of the collective because, um, with the contracts that, that she had to negotiate, she felt like she could make more money by not being a part of the collective than than getting tied down and and uh, not being able to do other things. So, um, a lot of business decisions in our sports these days. <laughs> Coach Jeff Graba joining us on the show today. Coach, we'll close with this. Of course, four of your next five meets are in Neville Arena, including this SEC opener against a very highly touted Kentucky squad. Of course, it'll culminate there, this little run of home meets in, in mid-February with Alabama. Uh, what are you saying to your squad about this opportunity to be in front of the home crowd so much? Or just what do you want to say to the Auburn fans about showing up here this, this next month or so? Well, there's still, there's still tickets available. There's standing room tickets, but they're still available, and it's a phenomenal event to be a part of. I would encourage everybody to, to buy tickets and, and show up. It's it's going to be a lot of fun. It's the best teams in the country come to Neville Arena because we're in the SEC and that's where the best teams reside. Uh, I'm telling the, our team, like, it is not hard to motivate to come to Neville Arena and compete. Uh, it's the best place in college athletics to compete. And gymnastics, with our gymnastics and our student section, it's just a, a phenomenal environment and it's extremely tough on the visiting teams. So, um, I'm not. I don't have to motivate my team to compete there, um, but we do have to try to contain ourselves because you can get carried away with the energy in that arena. So uh, I'll, I'll tell you this: our athletes are absolutely stoked for tomorrow night, and that is very exciting. We are absolutely stoked to see them compete tomorrow night as well. Coach Jeff Graba joining us today on the show. Coach, we certainly appreciate the time today, and again, we look forward to seeing your squad compete throughout this season. All the best this season. All right, thank you. War Eagle.